Before we get started with today's Hustlers Healthy Hacks episode, we want you all to know that the topics, opinions, and views we discuss in this episode are from our own personal experiences and shared with you for entertainment purposes only. If you are wanting medical advice about your health, lifestyle choices, or mental well-being, please seek this from a qualified medical practitioner first. This episode is proudly brought to you by Frank Body, an iconic Australian skincare brand who have sold over 5 million scrubs to date. Hello, hustlers, and happy Tuesday. Welcome back to the show. I'm Mads. And I'm Teeks. And we are so excited to be back in your ears today as we chat about self-care. Yes, and we would love to start off with a quote today because self-care is so important to Mads and I. Mads is also about to pop. So it has amped up in the last few weeks, I think. It sure has. (laughs) Let's start with the quote of today, which is, self-care is giving the world the best of you, not what's left of you. Oh, that's a goodie. I really like that one. When we found it, I was like, yes, this completely summarizes today's episode. And it's so fitting because in today's world of trying to be here, trying to be there, trying to be social, trying to be on social media, it's all too much. And I do find that self-care and looking after ourselves and taking the time to sit with our own thoughts is generally the last thing that happens. Absolutely. And you know, we all know the saying that you can't give from an empty cup, but I think we do really forget that um, in society, especially when we're getting, you know, every day is so busy and so consumed with packing as many things into it as possible. We really forget to prioritise ourselves and know that we actually can't give from that empty cup. Definitely. One of the ones I want to touch on in regards to self-care is learning to be okay with spending time on your own because I do think for me, noticing certain people in my lives that come to me and say, I'm really struggling. I can't keep up with the work-life balance. I can't keep up with life in general. What do you do, Tegan, to be able to keep everything running smoothly? And I say to them, well, I actually spend quite a bit of time on my own and that's my time to recharge and that's my time to dream and to plan and to write lists and to meditate um, and to breathe. And if you're one of those people that doesn't like alone time or doesn't like sitting with their own thoughts and you're going from work to the gym to a dinner with a friend to bed back to work and then on the weekends you just fill up your weekend with catch-ups you don't actually create that time for your body your mind and your soul to just rest and recharge absolutely and you know it's funny you mentioned that because it's something my mum used to say to me when I was a lot younger was you need to really start appreciating alone time and getting comfortable with it. And it took me a really long time. I'm not going to lie. It was definitely something, especially in my earlier teens that I was not comfortable with. I hated any moment of alone mm. time. But then now it's something I really cherish. Well, because like, we're I at school, it. right? We're at school and we have our 10 girlfriends around us every day. We're social beings. We're out in the playground. And then all of a sudden we're forced into the workforce. And we might have, you know, for me, I had a Monday and a Tuesday off during my apprenticeship. And all of a sudden I was like, I am off on a weekday. No one else is off. I can't find people to do things with. I'm going to have to entertain myself today. Yes. So it is, it's getting comfortable with it and it definitely takes time. But I really like the idea of looking at self-care. You know, there's a lot of 
quotes out there or different platforms that will kind of promote like a self-care Sunday or mm. a self-care ritual once a week or once a month. Whether I actually really think it's so important to prioritise self-care each and every day. Mm. I think with how busy we are as a society and how many things – you know, that we actually juggle as human beings, you know, we're juggling careers, relationships, movement, like if that's at the gym or mm. like your outside practices of how you exercise, spirituality, like all of these things we're juggling and trying to keep, you know, all these balls in the air, but we're not actually prioritizing self-care, which is the one thing that's going to allow us to keep all the balls in the air, really. Totally. And there's a lot of excuses out there that people just simply don't have time or their employer is quite demanding. But I mean, just take a look at the screen time on your Instagram tomorrow and yeah. tell me that you've got no time then because I was one of those people that was constantly coming up with excuses mm-hmm. as to why I wasn't prioritising myself and my sleep mm-hmm. and my mind. And there were a million things that I were doing that weren't important Absolutely. That, d- that needed to go. Yep, definitely. And I think even, you know, if you are one of those people that don't feel like you even have a second left in the day, it's almost scheduling that time in mm. then so it does become a priority and over time it will become habit to you and you'll automatically do it. But if you really feel like there's no way that you can prioritise it, literally put a date with yourself in your calendar mm. every single day, even if it's 15 minutes. Yeah, like, I love that. all got 15 minutes. Yeah, I love that. And having a written diary really helps me. Uh, I noticed when I went back to using my iPhone as my diary, And I would schedule like half an hour here for some vitamin D and, you know, a lunch break. I just wasn't doing it. For me, I take it more seriously when it's out on a page in front of me and it's big enough and it's like, all right, this is your day. Yeah, I like that actually. I'm a very visual person, so that's a good little tip. But Teagues, I would love to know though, what are some of the ways you inject self-care into your everyday? Yeah, so for me, it's a little bit different because I am self-employed, so I do have time in my day um, at unusual times but then you'll find me working from like 6 till 9 p.m at night on my computer sometimes because that's when my mind is the clearest and I have the most energy Um, but I find little spots within my day that I can do these things one of them is breathing Um, I did some study around breath work um, and you can just YouTube some breath work videos but learning how to breathe properly even if it's for five minutes in a in your car before you go into a meeting and really focusing on getting that breath right down into expanding your stomach and um, taking in some fresh air. Meditation is a big one for me. I really struggle with explaining to people how I got into meditation or how you start because it's It's really something that takes a lot of practice and time and you can call guided meditation on your iPhone. I meditated today, but I truly believe that you have to be sitting in complete silence to experience the benefits of true meditation. Um, A cup of tea or a coffee in the sun. I was a little bit hard on myself recently. I stopped having my takeaway coffees because I was like, this is ridiculous. I'm spending like $35, $40 a week on coffees. And I know it's not much and it's not really affecting my income, but I was like, let's start pulling the rain in. And I stopped for a week and I was like, why am I feeling so flat this week? Like I just don't feel as happy. And I realised it's because I love going to a a coffee shop, sitting there, opening my laptop, taking some time to breathe and having – 
a coffee. Well, I totally understand that after I saw the horrendous coffee you made at my place <laughs> last week. I'm not joking. It was like she was trying so hard not to buy coffee and it was like this diluted, just disgusting half coconut milk, half water. So I think you deserve that takeaway coffee. I was like, you know what? I'm sick of this. This has only lasted a week. I'm miserable. I'm going back to my coffees, of course, with my, uh, take- my little takeaway yeah. coffee cup. Um, but I think that's so something that if that does fill up your cup and make you feel good, then I'd rather make just that save my money ritual. elsewhere, like not eating ever again. Absolutely. No, <laughs> <laughs> no but um, honestly, if that is something that does fill up your cup and makes you know a part of your day that you're really excited by, yeah. then make that a real ritual. Yeah. And you know pause when you do it and yeah. like have that conversation with your barista and you know really make that your self-care yeah. 15 minutes of going to get your coffee walking back to the office in the, with the sun on your face yeah. or talking to a friend and if you're a visual person sometimes I do this I, I picture a little like weighing machine and I put like my coffee and me and sitting there in the sun enjoying it and then my dollar value of how much that costs per week on the other side of the scale and have a look at where that scale tips. If your happiness outweighs the dollar value, then yes. freaking buy the coffee. Absolutely. If you're doing something that is costing a lot of money and it doesn't really do all that much for your happiness, then, you know, the scale is going to go the other way. It is sometimes hard to gain metrics on what's doing more for you, but sometimes that's a good visual technique to be yeah, able to figure I it out. I like that. But I think you automatically know what lights you up and what, what makes you happy, isn't yeah. it? So it's really, you know sitting with that and feeling like, does this make me happy or is this just a quick transaction that I'm doing because I'm always being too lazy to make my own coffee? True, true, true. Love it, love it, love it. My last one is um, hot Epsom salt baths. I just get really tight muscles and I do struggle to turn my mind off sometimes. So sometimes I'll even meditate in the bath because yeah, it just beautiful. relaxes my whole body and all of a sudden I go into this like meditative state and then I just come out of it feeling so damn good and clear about what I need to do. I cannot wait to have a bath in my future home oh, yeah. because I really miss a bath. It's such a I've, like I literally place. when I I've rented a fair few places in the last year, few years, moving between Sydney, Newcastle, back to Melbourne. And if they don't have a bath, like I'm like, I'm not even gonna look at this really? place. Yeah, that's they're that so important to me. Yeah, that's so nice to hear. So what about you, Mads? Run me through some of the things that you uh, inject into your self-care regime. Well, I guess, you know, I'm similar to you. I am self-employed. So a few things are, I guess, a little bit easier for me. Um, so I have actually tried to stick to the ones that I was doing when I was working full time. Love that. Um, these are still things I do now, but I absolutely always prioritize a nourishing breakfast. So if I know I've got a, if I had a really early start, that would be preparing breakfast the night before as well. Mm. So being really organized so that I don't miss that. So a really good smoothie, you know, jam packed with like lots of yummy nourishing ingredients. And then I was never someone, I don't like eating straight away when I wake up. So I'd make sure that I have either like a smashed avocado or cheese seed pudding or something to take with me to work. And I wouldn't eat that till at least nine or 10 o'clock. I still find now I don't eat till about that time, Mm. but I've kind of had the smoothie straight away and then, yeah, a really nourishing breakfast. So that that's a really important one to me. Mm. And also movement. So I always prioritise movement in the morning. I know that if it doesn't get done in the morning, it doesn't get done at all. So I really believe exercise isn't something that comes natural to me. I don't, I'm not someone that jumps out of bed and like, oh, I can't wait to go and do a cardio session. Mm, I love planks. Yeah, but I really, really 
love the feeling of moving my body and I believe my body really deserves to move. Mm. So that's a huge priority for me. Another one is washing my hair. And this is this is something that I just I, saw that on the list here and I thought, you know what? Like that is such a good one. I didn't even think of that. It, it's you always have beautiful like feel hair. well as well. Like I feel really Yeah. I'm not a huge makeup person. So I think if I have dirty hair in a bun plus no makeup, I just feel like Yeah, like the, the way I look right now. Of me. No. <laughs> She looks picture perfect, guys. No, no. I literally, every time I see her, she has this perfectly curled middle part blow wave. And I'm like, damn, like you can literally wear a puffer jacket and still look cute if you've got your hair done. Well, it's so funny because on the weekend, like now that I'm heavily could fall uh, fall pregnant, I could go any day with the baby. It's a lot of work. Now that I could actually go, I've been really lazy with it the last week and we went away for the weekend with our friends and I didn't wash my hair before we went. And so I had no makeup on and I wore active wear all weekend and I actually felt so gross the Mm. whole weekend. And I'm like, usually that is something I would always prioritise is having clean hair because then I feel fine that I've got no makeup on and I'm in active wear all weekend. So that's definitely something for me that I do try to, you know, have as clean a hair as, as possible. And my nighttime routine is super, super important to me. So really just giving my mind and my body that time to unwind. Mm -hmm. Um, We'll go into those a little bit later. But yeah, prioritising a nighttime routine is probably my number one self-care practice every single day. That's so interesting. I'm actually intrigued on your nighttime routine. Can you please fill us in right now? I totally can. Because she has all these little trinkets and all of the latest and greatest like herbs and spices and coconut flowers and I just open her cupboard and I'm like oh my gosh you're a very organized person oh thanks well I think sleep is just something I've always valued and I value it because I know I cannot perform at my best I've never been one of those people that could survive on four hours sleep Mm, and then go to work the next day I'd be an emotional wreck and just horrendous to be around so I've always genetics but I wasn't blessed with them yeah no same absolutely not so But I did struggle a lot. I do struggle to fall asleep. I think, you know, when you love what you do and you're a really passionate and creative person. You just want to keep going. Yeah, nighttime I'm really creative. Mm. So it's something I've had to prioritise. So usually – and I have spoken about this a little bit on social media and stuff, but I don't have any bright lights in the house once I turn off my laptop around 6 o'clock. So very much just like dimmed lights or like we have a few lamps that are more that orange in warm tones. I put on some essential oils in the living room and in the bedroom. Mm. Um, so I use a beautiful one from their spa range actually for bed. It's kind of got lavenders and orange peel in it. It's yeah. really, really nice. Um, magnesium spray is another big one for me. So I use the Salt Lab magnesium spray, yep. which I spray on my belly and then on my ankles. I get really achy ankles at night, which is weird. Always before pregnancy? No, yeah, I've got it for a while. I need to do something about mm. that. But I will spray that on my ankles. Um, and then I make sure I have some kind of calming tea yep. before bed. And then no electronic devices. I really have been trying to read you know, that kind of 30 minutes before bed. And then once I get into bed, it's a guided meditation. So I love that. And I struggle with nighttime routine because I am such a high energy person at night. Mm. And it's like, I do not turn on until about 11am and then my day starts there. And so I'm hitting my peak creativity energy time around 5, 6pm. And we've spoken about this before. How do you go with dealing with like loved ones coming home and them wanting to wind down when you're 
Is that is that why you brought the That's nighttime why, routine absolutely. in? Absolutely. Right. Yeah. Because I you and I have spoken about this, like I'm exactly like you. My It's annoying, you just want to be start. in sync with society's times. It but is. it's just like your natural circadian rhythm, I think. Totally. It is. Like and you know, that's what I used to find so frustrating about a nine to five job was that I was like, my peak starts at like mm. three o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. I'm on fire. Like if I could work three till nine, I would be so much more productive, productive. and get so much more done. Yeah. But you know, Ryan leaves at 5.30 in the morning. So by eight o'clock, he's nearly asleep on the couch. Mm. So I really did prioritize that nighttime routine to calm my mind and body because of that. Yeah. And look, sometimes it's frustrating because my days haven't been as productive as they could be because yep. I'm like you, I'm slower to get started yep. and to get into things. But it's just something that I've had to become comfortable with over time and just, you know, know that tomorrow will be a better day or prioritise tomorrow being a better day. Mads and I don't call each other before 9.30 because <laughs> we just know that it's not a vibe. Even this morning I was like, it was like 11 o'clock and I'm like, I'd managed to have a shower and a smoothie and like, <laughs> that's about all. I was like, oh, okay, wow, you're really, really kicking goals this day. <laughs> Well, I'm definitely a little bit more of a morning regime person. Yeah, you and are, aren't I, you? I kind of say that just because if I don't, then I stay in that sleepy, like yes. zombie mood and I don't get anything done until midday. So yeah. I do have to find ways to stick to the same thing every morning so that I go, all right, time to shock your body and wake yourself up. We'll be right back after this healthy break. Mads, what would you do with 10K? Oh, I would book a holiday to a tropical island, I'd pay off my credit card and I'd put a little bit in savings for my little bubba. Well, what if I told you that you could win all of that and more? Oh, please tell me how. Our friends at Frank Body are giving you the chance to win 10k to spend on whatever you want. A business, a baby, a holiday, car or a mountain of student loans? Now that is a competition. Frank Body is an iconic Australian skincare brand who have sold over 5 million scrubs to date. Frank's mummers Jess and Brie started with an idea and entered a competition to win a free website. And this was the starting point for Frank Body. How cool is that, Teagues? That gives me goosebumps. Now Frank Body is paying it forward and giving another babe the chance to live their dream and get shit done. Different babes have different dreams. There's no answer too big or too small. Head to the Frank Body Instagram account at Frank underscore bod and find the competition tile to enter how you'll get shit done with 10K. I'm already there entering. Wish me luck. Sometimes I jump straight into the shower after doing a little bit of breathing in bed because I have changed my social media scrolling with some breath work so I wake up and I instantly say all right let's not shock your body like you don't Mm -hmm. want to wake up and then start stressing about your task it's so bad for you to wake up and instantly be putting cortisol through your body before your day's even started I know I was going getting through in a really bad habit of checking my emails as soon as I woke up so bad it's like the worst thing ever it creates so much anxiety yeah to wake up and your body's been in such a rested state of you know recharge and then you to just shock your whole body with cortisol because you've got a million things to do and you don't know which one to approach first, it's just the worst thing you can do. So just take five minutes to breathe, Mm. just to lay there with your eyes closed or sit up if you need to, if you're going to fall back asleep like me, (laughs) um, and just breathe. Um, And then once I do that, I head and have a shower because that wakes me up and sometimes I turn the cold on. Yeah, um, that's a good one. In between that, yeah, look, it's, it's rough and I don't do it as much in Melbourne. 
bath. Fair enough. <laughs> no, I really love the turning the cold on in the shower. That's yeah. something that I was doing for a while there. At the moment, I feel like it shocks a baby a bit much. Oh, it does yeah. like a big back flip. Um, but honestly, it's <laughs> like a it. cup of coffee for me. Like yeah. it literally just There's like. There's obviously a lot of science well, behind it. Like, yeah. yeah. Um, and then when I get out of the shower, my big hot lemon water um, because I don't I really don't think that starting your day with a coffee straight into your system is the best thing to do for your digestive system. So the enzymes in the lemon, medical medium talks about this a lot. It really wakes up your digestive system and primes it for the day. And then I will take my supplements. So I usually like to divvy them out into one of those Monday to Friday containers so that I've like got an like, old, old like an old grandma, like I've got to take my pills. Um, but no, I just do that because I don't take them. If they're yeah. in like six different containers and I have to open them all, like, I mean, lazy much. But Well, I actually sometimes forget if I've taken them or not or it gets yeah. to lunchtime and I'm like, did all I right, take them All right, old lady, today? you're calling me an old lady. Did I take my vitamin C or my B? I can't remember. <laughs> So yeah, I do. um, I've been focusing a lot on minerals lately because the practitioner that I'm working with is like, great, you've been great with your vitamins, but I've been learning a lot more about minerals like calcium and magnesium and things that I just weren't, I wasn't covering within my supplementation regime. Um, So I take those and then jump into my breakfast. Um, I've been putting collagen in my smoothies, which you guys should like definitely. I've just got onto the collagen powder. I mean, it's a bit of a a trend at the moment. And I mean, I'm not a professional, so I can't Mm. recommend it, but I I would think that it is something that is great for all of our skin. Definitely. Well, I think the stat is from 25, we stopped naturally producing collagen in our skin. Mm. So very interesting. I'm not sure how much the powders actually help. I think there's a lot of people that are for them and people that aren't. But, you know, I'm willing to give anything a try that, you know, could potentially help. So love that. My last thing and probably the most important of them all in my morning regime is, okay, I've done all my little bits and pieces to wake myself up. Now, what am I going to do to make sure that I close down a lot of the tabs in my mind and start my day fresh? And that is to get out a big fat notepad. Sometimes I even use like a big marker because I just want it to be like, this is what I've got to do today. And I write down a list of everything that I can think of in an order of priority And then I sit for a second, have my coffee. It's kind of sitting there in front of me, but getting all of that off my mind onto a notepad that's visually in front of me just does the world of good. Otherwise, what I do is I finish my regime and then I start trying to attack some of the tasks while I'm trying to remember which ones I've got to do after it. And it just becomes this mess of like not getting things done in order of priority. Yes, I love that, especially if you're a visual person Mm. or you are a structured person. I think that is so good. Even writing it down before you go to sleep can really help. And then when you wake up, you take what you wrote down before you went to sleep Mm -hmm. and you add that to your morning. Well, that really helps too with the nighttime routine and falling to sleep. So another one actually that I love that um, Georgie Stevenson spoke about in her podcast, which I've injected into my day, is setting an intention for the day. Oh, I love that. So when I first sit down in the morning, I kind of set an intention. If I do do a morning meditation, I'll set it there yeah but if I haven't done the morning meditation or gone for a walk I'll before I write my to-do list I'll say okay what do I really need to feel today and what do I want to get out of today it's a really powerful one as well like especially if you can have a few moments to really feel how mm. that intention is going to make you feel at the end of the day um comes really down to that alone that time again right like some people their alarm goes off and they jump out of bed to try and stimulate their mind and it's like if you just take five minutes in bed to go 
how am I feeling this morning? Yeah. Like, am I sad? Am I angry? Am I happy? Do I need extra love today? Do I not really need much because yes. I'm feeling pretty good? Mm-hmm. Um, sitting with yourself on your own to feel the emotions that come up naturally. We don't wake up in the same mood every day. No, not at all. And that's something that I'm learning a lot lately, especially at this point in my pregnancy is having expectations for the next day and then waking up and actually just not being able to align with that expectation because I'm either too tired or I haven't had a good night's sleep. And this doesn't, you know, people would experience this not pregnant, but I've just been really experiencing it a lot lately. And, you know, the things that I want to get done or I have planned are actually taking so much longer because I just don't have the energy for it. Because you say yes to things when you've got heaps of energy and then you don't have energy three days later or you're really sad about something and you're like, I actually can't do that that today. And it's almost that, you know, if you are someone that – thinks of yourself in a certain way which I guess we all do you know like I the feeling at the moment that I'm getting is that I'm letting so many people around me down because Mm. I have this expectation that I can keep it all going and that I can keep putting out the work that I usually do but I'm underestimating how exhausted I actually am Mm. so I think yeah you know really sitting with what you want to get out of that day is so important because we do we wake up feeling different Every single day. We totally. don't know what type of sleep we're going to have, you know, yeah. that night. So A really great analogy, and Mads and I were speaking about this earlier, a great analogy that I was taught by a doctor when I was going through my fatigue issues in my early 20s was, right, now when you're going through an autoimmune issue or, you know, some sort of health issue or even just people that don't have health problems, yeah. think about it as you've got a certain amount of spoons that week and – Today you wake up and you use all your spoons because you've got a big job on and then you you run out of spoons but you keep going which means tomorrow you've got less spoons because mm-hmm. you've used them up the day before. And then tomorrow you might recharge and rest for like all day and you might have extra spoons the next day. But once your spoons run out, like they run out, you mm-hmm. don't have more spoons. You can't just pull them out of thin air. Um, and I think that we anyone can use that, you know. Yeah, think definitely. about it as, all right, I've got a certain amount of energy – once that energy finishes, mm-hmm. there's no more. Yeah, absolutely. And so, so you have to recharge. Like there's no, there's no other way. Definitely. So if it's almost only committing to those certain amount of things every day and injecting that bit of self-care, yeah. it means you can keep giving for so much longer. Love it. Something I would like to touch on though um, is self-care on the go because I know – And this is probably from a health perspective as well. A lot of things really fall off the bandwagon when we do travel, if it's for a holiday or for work. Like Mm. I'm sure there's a lot of people that listen to this podcast that travel a lot for work. I know I was traveling a shitload when I was in corporate. You are traveling so much at the moment. How do you keep that going and how do you prioritize it when you are constantly on the go? Sometimes my mind is so busy that I literally have to pull my notes out on my phone and say, these are the things you're going to do while you're away. Mm-hmm. And that is, you know, pack your, my exercise band so that I know if I don't have a gym at my hotel that I can just do some exercise floor routines in my room just to get my body moving a little bit. Um, it's carrying my favorite snacks on me, like my dinosaur bars that I know just basically have dates and coconut and lemon oil in them. They're yep. just basically eating a whole food. It's, you know, things like investing in, as I said earlier, my granny supplement container, which maybe they were made for pills, but I use them for my vitamins and there's nothing wrong with that. Because if I was to take seven containers with me, A, I I wouldn't do that because there's no room in my bag, but B, I just wouldn't open every container and take my vitamins. And I need my vitamins to feel good. I don't know if 
it's placebo or not. But for me, like if I've have if I'm having my vitamin C, my zinc, my selenium, the things that I'm currently on, I have so much more energy. Yes. So I have to not go, oh, I'm only going away for two nights so I won't take them. Mm-hmm. I'll be fine. Definitely. You know, I have to just like be really, really strict with myself and say, no, nothing falls by the wayside because you're traveling. Because yep. because I am traveling so much, it might be two days here or there, but then it, it becomes pretty much like a week of your month that you're not in routine. Absolutely. And it's something that I definitely always prioritize is being super organized when I travel. Mm. So for me, obviously my nighttime routine is really important. So I actually take like my silk pillowcase with me oh, and wow. my night spray. That's extra yeah, self It really is. <laughs> but I, I found when I used to travel a lot for work, especially because I was in events, mm. I would never sleep well in a hotel room because it was a new environment. Right. And I actually spoke to a sleep doctor about it and she said it's because one half of your brain is actually staying alert because it's in a protective mode because right. the environment doesn't feel familiar to you. Okay. So she was like taking things that you can actually, that are so familiar, it actually makes your body and your brain feel safe in that environment. Love that. So yeah, I take my my silk pillowcase, my spray, yeah, yeah, nighttime spray. So the room smells the same, and I also take a tea bag of like one of the teas that I've been drinking at home that week. Yeah, and it's honestly like it's a game changer. It was so good. I sleep so well in hotels now. Love Um, that. But the snacks is another big one. Like making sure sometimes I'm like to the extreme where I'll literally bake like some egg fritters to take on the plane or what in the morning if I've got the time. Yeah, making sure I've got those really healthy snacks. Yeah, full water bottle is so essential because like let's be honest it's so easy to fall yeah off the bandwagon and just grab that quick fast food yeah at the airport oh, the amount of times I'm in that food court each fortnight and I look around and I'm like oh I don't feel like healthy food right yeah. now because I have all of these delicious things in totally. front of me and, and I go no, down at that gonna... point because you've been on a flight you yeah. know like you out of your normal routine and then you look so... at the price of the fruit salad and it's bloody nine dollars for four pieces of pineapple (laughs) and you're like um probs not um so yeah you definitely have to be organized if you want to eat healthy or you know last resort is like please just choose the healthier option on the menu Mm. there is always a healthy option there is always a smoothie on there there is always a salad on there there is always a fruit salad on there there's not really any excuse like salad i mean mcdonald's has salads like exactly there's no excuse But hustlers, honestly, prioritizing self-care is extremely important, especially if you are feeling overwhelmed or you do get quite stressed. It's so important to calm your mind during this period and really engage in activities that are helping to fill up your cup. Because when you're stressed, your body goes into a fight or flight mode and things just seem to be get overwhelming really, really quickly. They sure do. Now, to finish off this ep, we're going to give you a few of our dopamine experiences so that you can take these away and inject them into your week and hopefully give yourself a little bit of a buzz and recharge so that you can go about your daily tasks and be more productive. First one is get a massage. Second one is go for a walk in nature and just be. Get your feet in the grass or sand and reground through nature. Love that one. Listen to music or maybe even just cuddle a pet, whether it's your own or someone else's. Maybe you could ask your friend if you could have their dog for two days. I'm sure they won't mind. I know, that's a good one. Everyone always loves a cuddle from a pet. (laughs) Guys, thank you so much for joining us. Again, we hope you enjoyed this episode and we'll see you next week. Thank you all so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a five-star review on the podcast app. 
If you'd like to suggest a topic, we'd love to hear from you via Instagram at The Healthy Hustlers or via the website, thehealthyhustlers.com. If you'd like to stay up to date with all things hustle, please follow at tegan.martin and at The Healthy Hustlers on Instagram. See you all next week.